This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. State health officials say almost half of Montana's confirmed COVID-19 cases were reported in September, as the state continues to see a record number of cases almost every day. The state reported a record 429 coronavirus cases on Thursday, the highest daily total by 81. Just over 6,000 of the state's 13,500 known cases of COVID-19, or 44%, were reported in September. The state has reported a total of 181 coronavirus-related deaths. There are currently 178 people hospitalized. COVID-19 records are falling in other states as well. Wisconsin reported a record number of high cases yesterday. Applications for Montana unemployment assistance dropped last week, according to the U.S. Employment and Training Administration. The number of applications in Montana during the week, ending on September 26, fell to 3,084. That's down 4.3% from the previous week. Still, the number is more than three times greater than the number of the same week last year. Since March 14th, the state has processed more than 154,000 unemployment claims. That's one-third of the total workforce in Montana that's eligible for unemployment. As of September 19th, 19,400 people in Montana were receiving unemployment benefits to try again, 4.2% of all eligible employees in the state. A federal judge is ordering the Census Bureau to text message every 2020 census worker by Friday, letting them know that the headcount of every U.S. resident is continuing through the end of the month and not ending next week, as the agency had previously announced in violation of her court order. The new order issued by U.S. District Judge Lucy Coe in San Jose, California, instructs the Census Bureau to send out a mass text saying the October 5 target date for finishing the nation's headcount is not in effect, and people can still answer the questionnaire, and census takers can still knock on doors through October 31st. The judge also ordered the Census Bureau Director Stephen Dillingham to file with the court a declaration by the start of next week confirming his agency is following the injunction that she had issued last week. A Virginia man has been sentenced to three years in prison and three years of supervised release for his part in a scheme to defraud a Montana coal mine of more than $10 million. John Howard Booth, Jr. will also have to repay $285,000 to Signal Peak Energy, LLC, the company that owns the mine near Roundup. Booth and two other defendants pleaded guilty in March in a scheme to overbill the mine and conduct fake sales of equipment that wouldn't be delivered. The Board of Directors of an Association of Montana Law Enforcement Officers has written Governor Steve Bullock expressing concerns about overcrowding in jails and other problems with sentencing. 
The board of directors of the Montana Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association says in a letter to the governor that, quote, on behalf of the Montana Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association and the 38 sheriffs who operate local detention facilities, we are writing in hopes we can collectively address the issue of jail overcrowding and the misuse of the Department of Corrections commitment process. This is a long-standing problem that has been exacerbated by COVID-19. The officers say that the DOC commit program has resulted in a backlog of Department of Correction holds in local detention facilities and long delays in getting offenders into appropriate placements and that those inmates stay in local detention facilities with a rate of reimbursement that's only two-thirds of actual expense. Again, the letter, quote, the rate of reimbursement for the rate of reimbursement from the state to local detention facilities is capped at $69.31 per day per inmate. This does not cover the actual expenses, which results in counties subsidizing the remainder of the cost to hold DOC commits and manage their care, welfare, and safety, end quote. The group also reminded the governor that, again we quote, local jails were designed as pre-sentence temporary holding facilities. They were not designed to hold offenders post-adjudication for an extended period of time. Yet local detention facilities are housing offenders sentenced to the DOC for longer and longer periods of time. It is not uncommon for a sheriff to discharge an offender directly out of county jail after that offender has served his or her entire Department of Correction sentence in a local detention facility with no referral to alternate programs. The overcrowding has health ramifications. The result is COVID-19 outbreaks within local detention facilities, such as the Cascade and Yellowstone County detention facilities. The letter concludes... Quote, we respectfully ask the state of Montana and the Department of Corrections to manage their inmate population without balancing the fiscal needs of the state and the inmate population on the backs of local detention facilities. The Trump administration is seeking to fast-track mining projects and could offer grants and offer to help companies pay for equipment. Administration officials said Thursday, as they offered details on a plan that critics said could spoil rivers and lakes in Minnesota, Idaho, and Montana with mining pollution and was an obvious political ploy. With the election just over a month away, President Trump signed an order late Wednesday declaring a national emergency over the country's reliance on imported metals used to manufacture computers smartphones, batteries for electric cars, and other items. The order goes beyond the administration's prior focus on so-called critical minerals that are in short supply, and it applies to copper, nickel, and other metals widely used in manufacturing. It's the latest in a string of actions by the administration meant to boost the mining industry by hastening environmental reviews and shielding companies from international market pressures. How effective it will be is not certain. Mines typically need approval from state regulators in addition to the federal government giving opponents more than one avenue to block a project. Trump's order applies nationwide in more than a dozen states in particular, including Montana. 
If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 30 states, now 16 countries, hello Singapore, on six continents and 300 listeners per day. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KMER in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.